This guy. All I and came to do is read comics. And we're, and, and we're recording now. It's in the corner. Oh, oh, I, oh I see it. This is take <laughs> two. We had to have a timeout take. I'm like, yo, you ready? I was like, yeah. Are you ready? Yep. Okay. So I think we're ready. If not, you're going to hear another, oh, we're back at it again. No, we don't need to do that. We don't need to do that because it's not an episode. It's daylight. Daylight no, I'm, saying, I'm saying they'll just hear a third take where we start fresh and they have no idea of like, oh, uh, like <laughs> these guys were in the back in the, in the behind the alley. Yeah, you want to do a third one? Do you? Do you want to do another no, one? No, I don't want to do a fucking third one. You didn't like this one? I like I mean, this one. We can wait for daylight. That way it syncs up <laughs> with the whole recording. We can sit here and just wait for daylight to come. And then and then do a hot take. Clearly. How many we got? We got one, two, we got ten issues, right? Yeah, this is probably my favorite thing that I'm reading, even though we haven't been reading it as con- connected or coherently as they've been releasing it. But who cares? We're still reading it. Well, it, lucky for a uh, lucky, for, funny choice of word. Lucky for us, they stopped dropping a lot of these because of the uh, the, the pandemic and stuff. Yeah, yeah, nah, so nah, nah. it kind of don't it, name it. Let, let let people try and figure out what's for going the thing because dinosaurs the dinosaurs are back roaming the earth. See, so, I, said, I, I so I say don't name it. <laughs> you go straight to it's dinosaurs. <laughs> Let's do dinosaurs. All right. <laughs> So dinosaurs are way to keep that open. Dinosaurs are not roaming. Oh, we're so but locked. It's, all, it's, it's, it's almost like Marvel Comics were like, you know what? Conk Patrol is is not doing stuff right now, so let's just stop releases for a while. Let's put them on hiatus. They did it for us, really. Oh uh, yeah, they want everyone to catch up and like actually like really dive into the work and the art and the appreciation for this like shared universe. What do you call this X Men like whole? Uh, you could. I guess you could call it. A, it's not a. I guess you call it an event. I was gonna. I was gonna call it a relaunch, but then yeah, it, yeah, relaunch, reboot. It's like a new fifty-two, but it still like gives nods to the old shit. Like, yeah, it, it's all continuous, even though they have multiple characters in several titles that don't always seem uh, yeah. continuity. So like, it's a whole other bag of worms. I thought they were gonna get rid of that, but I yeah, there there are which part? Which part did you thought? They uh, the characters not being everywhere but they have such like popular characters like oh well, yeah well them? yeah wolverine's gonna be always gonna be in six books at once it's just the way it is at least they try to make sense of it all but they did and for the most part they do a good job yeah so you were looking for a segue yeah that was you, perfect you literally talk about the man in uh, the iron bones i was gonna save him for last but we could yeah we could do it now i don't I, again i don't care it's just a really good segue i was gonna say if you better hope Sauron shows up in this motherfucker if you're trying to say like 2020 is dinosaur bones coming back from there. Everybody, every time we've been like this person, I hope this person shows up. They usually show up. So that is true. So you have to do wish lists. I wouldn't mind fucking Sauron. I don't know what the fuck he'd end up doing, but on one of these prehistoric islands, he seems. Yeah, like we we've seen almost everybody else, but right in. but yeah, since you're talking about let's let's go Wolverine then. Since we, I was gonna say him for last, but since we're on topic, let's do it. it doesn't matter what order we do this in. Yeah, you uh, love him so much. Who I love Wolverine so much? Yes, you do. Yeah, he's awesome. He's awesome. I don't love I don't love him as much. I don't love him as much as I used to as when I was a kid. You know, you're like a kid, you first discover X Men and, and Wolverine's like the coolest oh, the thing ever. Yeah, he's a rebel. Yeah. If you're a Raphael fan, you're a Wolverine fan. If you're a Batman fan, you're a Wolverine fan. I was just gonna say that. I was just taking a drink and I was gonna say he's the Yeah, but Raphael. you know what you you know what you didn't say? What what I said, so 
You son of a bitch. Yeah, about I'm taking water. So you take your little orange slice break, and I'm gonna <laughs> keep keep playing the field. I'd, I'd love some orange slices, right? So now. would I. I, I think I, I think I have one <laughs> in my fridge. Like, that's I'm, not even a knock. I'd love it. <laughs> I hey man, replenish your vitamin C. Clearly, Wolverine does this. I'm trying to go back on. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So yeah, I wasn't <laughs> expecting. I actually I wasn't expecting to have two stories in one book. So it's an oversized issue. Uh, two stories. So the first one, what, which what is that? a great way to launch. Uh, an own like your own independent run off of like you for this run they've already had six kind of simultaneously moving comic books and ever so often they've been announcing they want to do new stuff and here's your first version of wolverine who we've already seen but now gets his own i guess spin-off again yeah of course he's the the first to get a solo but if, and and it starts with him waking up piecing himself back together apparently having killed uh gene kid omega and Domino in like Alaska. Yeah, Mar- Marvel Gene too, right? Like, yeah, Marvel Gold. Yeah, so well, I yeah, love, that's I love the throwback. New. So like, even talk about like he's already in his brown and orange, right? Like his maybe best version of Wolverine outfit attire. So yeah, it's it's cool with the uh, what Docs is Docs. I said Docs. It's cool what Don of X relaunch is doing because it has a mixture of new and old costumes. <laughs> Doc, we call it Docs for short, but now Docs and Docs. So why yeah. like don't stop branding now? I won't, but um, yeah, it's cool how they do the mixture of some newer and some older costumes. And just the, like, the always great nod of Wolverine up where in the, somewhere in the north, just, like, confused and, like, running wild. Like, again, this is how it started. Like, you just see his foot tracks in the snow, and he's trying to figure out what the fuck just happened. Yeah. He's the king of uh, getting roofied the night before and having to piece together how much he fucked up shit. Yeah, which is, like, Classic Wolverine. Yeah. This is also written, I don't know if you mentioned, written by Benjamin Percy. So this one isn't one of the... Um, you did not. One of Which the, is good. Uh, it's always nice to have someone ones, to yeah. like break away from the, the chain of what's going on in the actual, I guess we'll just call it universe or we'll call it the docs. Hickmanverse. Yeah. Because <laughs> um, that's great. But like you always want fresh perspective and fresh eyes on specific characters to like tap into different kind of elements in... Yeah, you get it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Hickman can be a little wordy sometimes so it's good to have other books that some of the yeah some of the ones that are spinning off of the main dawn of x title that not to be the quote so yeah the same. logan's uh first story he's he sees uh, marvel go down and then he starts to remember peace back he starts picking up memories of what i guess what was going on the days before leading up to yeah about five days right what was what was the one what was the little online when he's they gene was going he goes wolverine does everything too hard <laughs> I guess you really like that line. <laughs> I did. I thought it was funny. That's when he's um when he's playing with the kids, right? And... Yeah, they're like this shows that like he's still kind of in that uh, professor like leadership uh, teacher role. Yep. As X Men are doing X Men things, because he runs into Kate Pride like a couple of pages later, and they they go load up a boat and they start talking about uh like what's going on in I guess her side compared to like his side and all the the new villains that are slowly starting to pop up with this new life that they've created on uh, Krakoa. And obviously, which is like the linchpin to every kind of comic book is like that special flower, the, basically the pharmaceutical that they push, right? Like that's always the backbone to everything. Yeah. Um, and, she, and she's telling him how um, the, the product, the flowers are going missing regularly. Right. So it's kind of like, 
Okay, so I'm on this. This there's there's shipments and stuff missing all the time. So that's kind of what I'm up to. Plus, she's right. in her old getup. She's not in the Marauders outfit. So it makes you wonder when this yeah. was. Yeah, timing, right? Yeah. Yeah, or, or maybe that's just a mess up by the by the artist. Like, oh, I'll just put her in this without. I, I would probably argue anything against a mess up. Like, I feel like everything through this entire one has like a specific, which is awesome because you can kind of see things playing out. But even from the first run of like the first issues of everything, they were doing time jumps like 10,000, 100,000 years into the future. So like nods in this comic book run where you see Kate dressed up in old school attire, I feel is going to play into something along the lines with what's going on with Logan. Because again, yeah, you're right. We don't know when this is actually happening, if it's previous to what's going on currently in the timeline, or if this was a future event. Like we don't know, but we don't really care as soon as you kind of hear wolverine up to his like uh, detective sniffs and noses and looking for the next kind of mission you just kind of follow suit yeah and and her, seeing her in her old duds too it kind of makes it seem like what she's saying is suddenly a lot more or less obnoxious than when she's in her red trench coat like she always oh, seems you, like you, you don't like her pirate get up but i like it no i like it no i like it just fine but she says it she care when i read her her words it carries a double like it carries a different tone when she's kind of just in her regular old school clothes than when she's in her new marauder stuff she seems more like a rebel then you know what i mean right um that's that's just me though jump to baltimore with a cia cia agent named banister is investigating group suicide in a lab so it's kind of like a hard cut yeah is this when he links up with like he gets his own little mini team and shit because like that's a pretty badass group that he has Ooh, wolverine or the agent yeah wolverine yeah, no, we're talking about the um, the agent with the uh, the shirt with the flowers on him. Oh, okay. Uh, the <laughs> he's investi- he, yeah, he's yeah, it was a hard cut, but he's just kind of investigating like a lab where a bunch of people looks like they committed suicide, right. and they find traces of this this new pollen. Yeah, I just really want to get to when he uh, links up with like Kid Omega, <laughs> yeah. Grimm, um, I think it's like Domino, which is basically like the X Factor. X Force, X Force, yeah. X Force, my sake. Um, and then they go run off on their own mission, right? Which is always super dope. Yeah, and Sage helps him track down the missing flowers. So they kind of go to her, right? And he's and she guides them in the right direction. Because what was the team? You, like you were saying, Quentin Quire. Yeah, it's Kid Omega, um, yeah. Marvel Girl, I'm pretty sure Domino, and I think it's just a four-pack, no? And they've all kind of been stepping up through the entire run, too. So like all of them already have, like, they're not brand new. So they have a foundation with how their power sets are working in this kind of new climate in this universe and how they work together. Cause like, that's been one of my favorite things with most of the titles, just to see the lines up of who they choose to put on the roster. Yeah. The lineups are cool. Yeah. yeah. Uh, do you want to talk about the, the best reveal of this comic? Cause I don't think we're going to do spoilers for this one. Like this one's worth reading and taking time for. The whole over. Oh, the, the first story, or the second story, you want to jump to the second yeah, story? First, first story. Cause that's when, uh, like, the Order of X. They, 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 yeah, yeah. They talk to Magnus and Apocalypse, and then there's that reveal, right? Or is that the second story? I think it's the second one. Okay, that's because the first one deals with um, the Order of X, right? Which is the the uh, that religious group. Okay. There's that. There's so there's the religious group who they worship mutants so much that they actually want to become them. Which makes sense. And, and replace them, so they're just like yeah, just lunatics. Uh, the Russian Order of X, yeah. I mean, they have a dream. You can't deny them their dream. They just want to be mutants. They just want to eat. Yeah, well, they they believe that eating mutants is like the most sacred thing to do. So they eat the pollen 
and scientists and, haven't disproven that that's not true. So <laughs> <laughs> they're going hard in the paint for that one. Yeah. So that, that was, that was kind of a different, it was cool. It was a different take that there's a, a group or a, a sect that's so in love with mutants that they're actually going to try and kill them. <laughs> I mean, if there's anything this series has proven is that there's no short of villains after these guys for everything that they have. Right. Like no days off. But I, I, I like the first story because it kind of led back to like Wolverine Noir kind of, it was more sleuthing and less snit snit. Yeah, it was, it's, that's all it was really. There was barely, there was like barely any snit snit because it was just like you said, like we said from jump, it was him waking up in the tundra, having killed his teammates or seemingly killed his teammates. And then start to set up a potential villain that's going to be a reoccurrence down the line. Yeah, the Order of X, yeah. So it was like a, it wasn't very, yeah, very set up heavy. There wasn't much action. Uh, the second story, however. Cut two, yeah. Cut two. This one was the more intriguing one in terms of action. Well, shit's going on. Like, it doesn't take much for uh, the team to, like, fall into. Oh, no, we got to fart our way out of here? Yeah. Gateway was the other dude. That's in it. Oh right, yeah, because they teleport to, uh, and, and to Gateway Andrew. like kind of an MVP during this entire run too. Like we don't really talk about him much, but he's kind of so integral to what's going on on that island. Yeah, like ev- everyone needs his input, or, or like just him as uh, spiritually <laughs> aligned as possible. Because most mm-hmm. most of his like intro scenes is him just balanced out on uh, a cliff, and then someone screaming at him, and then he freaks out and falls. Yeah, not in this one, but. No, he's a, yeah, he's around. He he's good to have around in all the books. Just be, not all the books, but a lot of the books because get you from here to there. In an yeah, and so a, again, a constant there. connection to Krakoa. Yeah, yeah. But as for the uh, uh, Magneto and Apocalypse conversation you were talking about earlier, it's Omega Red yes. shows well, I, up. I thought you were gonna save that, but yeah, your boy finally came through. You've been itching. Yeah, that was huge. That was like I was like, oh fuck! I I was like, when is he gonna show up? When is he gonna show up? He's gonna show up. Some, and then he just randomly just comes, shows up. <laughs> <laughs> like perfect weapon. Like they just finished beating up all the sub bosses, and then you, you kind of see the like the paneling for his first reveal too is pretty damn awesome. Him coming through the portal, he's, he's all, all like, beat up. Too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like he's been in it, right? So he's like, I hear you're offering amnesty. <laughs> and Wolverine's like, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> and he can go through the portal like just like that, right? Like that's one of the fun little tricks that they've set up with this whole like the flower and obviously only mutants can go through the the portal like they were everyone was just assuming for the first kind of set of these comics oh you would just get uh heroes to come through and anytime it was a villain like apocalypse it was usually like greeted by hey man we can peace treaty and like work it out this is the first time where it's like nah (laughs) not gonna happen that way yeah i'm just here i'm here now help me out so when wolverine goes through the portal to investigate where Omega came from, where that portal was from, it, right. it leads back to Paris, and he finds a trunk full of dead bodies, like in a sorry, a car with a trunk full of dead bodies. I'm gonna say uh, Wolverine's a better detective than Batman. I'm just gonna throw that out because <laughs> he got the sniff sniff nose. Yes, and uh, like he actually has to like go through the motions of it because he can't rely on like a bat computer or like a bat belt. Yeah, that's true. He can't, yeah. He doesn't know, but there's, there's, no... there's a lot, there, again, there's a lot of imagery, especially the conversations that he's having with Magneto where they just show Wolverine in silhouette and he kind of has the cowl. And yeah, they got, they got it, the ears, right? Yeah, yeah. It's working more for him than I would for Brucey B. So, but again, you get a lot, you get a lot of uh, exposition and plot with Magneto's conversation with Wolverine talking about like what they think the problem is. Yeah, it's great. There's that. And then the where he's just, 
he will not accept Omega Red has changed. And that's no, not so, at all. That's kind of what I like about Wolverine in this whole relaunch is that he seems to be the one of the only ones, only characters the skeptics that's, are like doesn't believe in uh, yeah. The, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's yeah. not all in. He's not no. all in with like he's in it, but he's kind of like he'll fight no. for you, he'll fight, he'll work with you. But if yeah. you ask him to completely sign up, he's like, nah. Yeah. It's and like all mutants are welcome. To getting like cigars and booze to his island. So yeah, he's like, all mutants are welcome. He's like, nah. Nah. Most mutants are welcome. Because like uh Omega Red ends up in like this click cave kind of thing where like tubes hooked up to him to basically like recharge, right? So Wolverine can like go visit him and basically does that and kind of has this just looks him up and down. He's like, nah, I don't like this. Yeah, because you're right. They don't actually let him come in and walk around freely. They actually do lock him up because they want to make sure or detain him because they want to make sure what he's saying is legit. So, yeah, you're right. Omega Red's not just coming through the portal and then like playing with children. He's, you know, he's <laughs> seeing him. He's, he's in the portal and like, okay, we're, we're, we'll house him, but we kind of got to figure out. We got to suss it yeah, out. Yeah, we, we got to feel him out. And Wolverine's kind of already decided, nah, like, this not going to work out. There's, so, this cool, there's this cool line that just, so I want to say that, uh, Wolverine and when he's talking to Magneto when he's when he Magneto's basically trying to convince Wolverine that it's you know Mega Red's okay he's meeting he's, right. and he's kind of like resurrection's irrelevant immortality don't erase trauma <laughs> I know that better than you <laughs> it's like okay like he, that character pretty well yeah yeah so, so he's kind of like he's kind of like yeah no matter what happens here you, we can come back to life and shit but it doesn't erase what happened this guy's this guy's sick to his marrow or whatever. <laughs> and and that's one of the reoccurring themes throughout the entire book. Like it seems like a lot of like ghosts are coming up and like skeletons in the closet that I guess the powers that be, Professor X and Magneto thought we can just brush over it, but you're seeing, especially now, a lot of stuff. We'll talk about other issues and stuff like that. Um stuff's bubbling up from the past where you can't avoid it now. Yeah. And that's that's one thing we were worried about. I I probably we probably talked about it too before the start, is that the the whole reviving things i didn't want it to get too out of hand like oh yeah. he dies and he goes back he and it's kind of going that way but at the same time they have characters like wolverine that are, that are locking it down and rooting it like no this is like you you come back to life and you're still a little fucked up like right it's not it's not easy like it's easy but it's not simple right so i kind of you know we don't know what's going to happen to these like uh, basically, pod people. We don't know if they're fully actual mutants. Yeah, first, they, like, they, they could be a completely different, like zombie, yep. something, something else, right? So. And I think you've been saying for a while that somewhere down the line that something like that is going to be revealed. Yeah, I, I'd, I'd appreciate like clone people or like clone wars, and everyone's like, oh well, I'm not a real one. Like you're a fracture of a fracture of a fracture. Especially yeah. like the few mutants that keep getting killed. Like they've been like duplicated how many times? Yeah. So they found out down the line, like you're that much of a fraction of who you actually were. Like yeah. just a mind fuck of that. I think would be that'd weird. be crazy. Yeah, that'd be crazy. And you learn that every every time you die, you lose like five percent of your soul or something. <laughs> it's just, you know what I mean? Anyways, never coming back whole. Yeah. Anyways, um, so he suggests Wolverine goes to Obliette in France for someone worse than him. When you're talking, when he was talking to Omega Red, so he's kind of like, all right, well, I'll go check it out. And what he learned, <laughs> what does he discover there? <laughs> Vampire Nation. Yeah, that's. I was like, I hope you're not talking about that, like left turn, because that yeah. was like a left, that was like a left turn. I said, like, oh, we're we're doing this, okay. There's they're they're really not pulling anything back in these books. I mean, you, you constantly need threats. I guess with a character in a lead like Wolverine, they have to be at such a high level because he's already de- dealing with like Defcon what five shit or four yeah. shit. 
yeah. on the island. So his solo stuff's got to be some bonkers motherfucker shit. But if this means Morbius is somehow going to make his way into the... <laughs> Could be Morbius, Morbius, maybe Blade will be in something. Maybe, right? Because we're, we're still expecting these, like, uh, and like these, in, I don't want to say ancillary characters, but like these big characters, titles that are getting included, like Fantastic Four is one of them, right? So that's right. Yes, yes. Well, we're covering that. Not today, is it? No, I think that's the next no, one. Next week is yeah. But would you? Would overall? Would you think there's a lot going on in this one? We don't want to give away everything. Overall, what do you think of the first one for Wolverine and his launch? I liked it. I liked it. It's it was it was uh, it wasn't very snick snicky. Even nope. this one, even this one wasn't that much. So I kind, I, I like where it was going. The first, the first one was less actiony, but I kind of like where it's going, right? Or where it's setting it up to go. I'm, I'm, I'm interested to read more. This one, building. The I top. didn't, I didn't. Yeah, this one I wasn't crazy with the whole vampire thing, but at least it's something different than guys with power dampeners. And that was oh weird. Lord. And then obviously we didn't get how he ended up killing a couple of his teammates, but that's I guess the long con that they're setting up for. Yeah, for the first story. Yeah. Just the reveal of Omega Red kind of has everybody locked in to be like, oh, this is going to pay off sooner or later, right? So that's always when you bring back maybe arguably, we, we got to do a list at some point. His best rival, he's Wolverine? up there. Yeah. Omega. Omega's like top five rival for Wolverine. Oh, God, yeah. yeah they have, well, they have yeah, deep history, right? Um, and yeah, you, but, we, you, there is the, the, the vampires, we'll say, are after something. You there, you would think it would be connected to eating mutants for turn <laughs> mutants, right? Like, enough, yes, exactly. That's, that's what was like that like that was the connection missing. I was like, oh, like if you if you ate it and you went zombie mutant, I was like, okay, like I can run with this, but like yeah. it's completely separate from like that running. Unless I missed a line of dialogue or something coming up later. You, you may have. Do you remember how it ended? Uh, not really. Okay, so do, do you want? Like, no, that's it. Okay, all right. I want them. Re- recommend. All right, we'll, we'll keep. I thought we were just going full blast, but we'll keep some spoilers. That's cool. At least for the first, this is the first Wolverine. Very true. Very we can true. spoil the shit out of Excalibur Six or uh, Fallen Angel Six. Yeah, well, that we're going to. We're gonna go do. Uh, <laughs> we're, we're on Wolverine. What, you wanna do X Force Five and Six? Yeah, let's run it. Let's do Wolver- uh, Wolverine. Let's do X Force Five and Six. So we left off X Force Four when. Remember Domino, Wolverine, and Quentin Quire were trying to jump to the portal, and then it yeah, they're, 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 blew up. Their their mission to get in and kind of destroy that other side. Yeah, and Domino didn't jump, but Wolverine. Quentin and, and Wolverine did, and they got split in two. So Correct. This, so. But it opens with him just ah, yeah. <laughs> it's obviously extreme pain, but it was great. Like oh my gosh, it was yeah, it was awesome. Like X Force, this is one of the better. Good. Yeah. This is one of the best ones running, I believe. I would uh, say, especially when you figure out that the villain for this is like that peacock dude. Who, yeah, like, with, with like, the tattoo. Yeah, I think maybe top three villains in all of these runs. Like, yeah, like that he's already got an order set up, and basically like his League of Doom, and a, like a legit plan of like maybe it ties into like either the vampires or the eating of mutants. But he's literally pulling DNA off as, a mean, as many mutants as he can find yep. and creating a new subset of mutants. There's a lot of fucking muty, muty shit going on, isn't there? Yes. That's yeah, a lot of muty stuff. This one is also Benjamin Percy. I think we everybody knows that already, but anyways. We will say it again. Yes. Um, so, and then you get a good look at how the X-Force runs. Oh, wait, no, no. This, uh, I went to number six. Uh, number five is... So, the, portal, yeah. the portal, yeah. 
yeah, yeah. And Wolverine's just like <laughs> So he gets chopped off at he gets chopped off at the belly. When the portal blew up, he Quentin Quire lost his head and Wolverine lost he got split right down the middle. Still around, but all of the troops don't know that. So they yeah. keep like moving forward and they're like, Oh, he's gotta be dead, right? Like and he just keeps fucking killing people. It's yeah. so good. It's one of like the greatest cold opens for a comic book. Half like, a body. Just bloody and raw. And like they all just keep like moving closer and like trying to shoot him dead, and then he keeps finding ways to just snick. <laughs> yeah, it's it's and like sever them. Oh I was God. I was laughing. Were you laughing when you're reading this? Yes, I was. I was having a good laugh. Like he just yeah, <laughs> I'm like this motherfucker. <laughs> you you can't keep him down. Like he, no. his will to kill is so strong, especially in the name of like I guess good. Yeah. So I love. I love these specific books because obviously they've already established on Kokoa that there's a new set of rules and a lot of them are Boy Scout rules, right? Like can't kill, don't fuck around with humans, leave them alone. But books like X-Force where they're like, yeah, we operate outside of those laws yeah. are the best because it's basically just limbs flying and humans dying left and right. <laughs> I also would like to highlight the, um, the little scuffle between Gateway and Black Tom. <laughs> and Gateway was just chilling, getting his, mind, mind his meditation on, right? And Black Tob is like low key becoming one of the funniest and maybe one of the most power, powerful on that island. He's insanely like, powerful, but he doesn't understand his power set, which is no. But he, to the to credit for this issue, he, like his he manifests his head from nature around Gateway and like just scares him. Yeah. <laughs> you there? It just keeps fucking with it. And like, Gateway's like, what? But like, yeah. the, the artwork and how they like tie together like roots, vines, bushes, rocks to make yeah. space. His teeth are all each a flower, like a giant like, flower for teeth. The detail and awesomeness of that, it was great. But again, going back to what you're saying about his power level, like, it must be astronomical, right? Yeah. Like, he's yeah. deadly approaching Omega levels if this stuff keeps going up. Right? Yeah, because he's, he's essentially an elemental now. He's based, he's like Marvel Swamp Thing right now, which is, he just doesn't right understand up, that. Right up your alley. Yeah, right on my alley, but he's just he's just such a goof. <laughs> I, th- I thought you were going to shout out the best uh, Exo suit I've seen in a long time. I was Forge. just about to. Forge coming in with the, like, yeah. the, like it reminded me, obviously, of, like, the aliens, uh, what's it, the, the turbo loader? The exoskeleton, yeah, yeah. yeah. Exoskeleton thing, but, like, obviously, complete to Krakoa. Like, it's all alien and kind of, like, different levels of, like, food, uh, roots and vines and, like, it looks like a thorax and like it looks like a bug and stuff like, like it's yeah. so it's so cool and obviously forge is the one that's wielding this bad boy which is great that's exactly what i was going to say next was forge's badass exoskeleton with wings <laughs> but um, um if you thought that wasn't enough fun they cut back to wolverine still killing like troops yeah and like he's got that one panel where like it's half his body but he's like knuckles deep in the in the back of one of the dudes and his smile is like completely Joker. Yeah. So it's it like Wolverine is the best Batman and Joker apparently going on in, yeah. in Marvel Land. So yeah. another shot fired. Yeah. But like he kills that one dude and then finally all the troops like just open up and like there's that one panel where it kind of looks like flowers, but it's not. It's his body riddled apart with like blood and uh, bullet wounds. Yeah. Because he just gets lazy. How many guys yeah, did he well, take down? He took down like <laughs> half a dozen guys easy with no legs. And was smiling through it. Yeah. Uh, and, and again, not really dead after this, right? Like this slows him down, but just gives enough time for Domino and uh, Forge to come through. And then Forge has like the best job ever where he picks up the heavy ass one side of Wolverine 
and the heavy ass side of the other side and just slams them together in his exosuit. We get I some, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. We I was gonna say we get some Domino um, character development too here, where she you, you learn that her her luck is lessening. Like it's since she's le- since she's gotten out of the um, stasis pod with the you know the shit she was being experimented on, went there ripping her skin off. Yeah, yeah. Like she knows and, that part of her power is gone too. Like her, she still is lucky, but not as lucky. Not as, as lucky. Yeah. yeah, and the fact that like she's now like they've completed her body. It's like patchwork with like Krakoa. Like she's kind of has an exoskeleton in, but yeah, it's not like her arm, right? Her. Like she, she's trying to make it work, but you can kind of see like she feels out of pocket. Like she's not fully herself. Like she's not doing the same sort of domino moves where she would just be jumping all over the place and hitting all these crazy shots. She has to rely on all of this. Like I don't know what to call like this techno organic. Um, yeah, it's like, a, it's like she, a bio. Like, yeah, um, she, or just shields and shit like that, right? Like she's leaning on that more. Yeah, and okay. you got you counterproductive she's, she's, to what she used to be. Yeah, plus she's mad too, and Beast is trying to like when in the in in her headset, Beast is trying to calm her down. Right, like they're they're, they're literally just uh, executing everyone left and right, left and right, left and right, and, and then yeah. finally it looks to be calm, and there's one left, and Domino's ready to just like skin him alive. Yeah. And you then you get the yeah, the nice back and forth between Beast and Domino. Beast's like Beast, chill. Beast coming off as like like one of another one of like my MVPs because he's in these positions of power and you don't see him flex too hard until like he really needs it. Well we'll you, we'll talk more about him in the next issue. Cause he does there's But this 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 issue ends with yes, um Domino calms down and they take a captive so that he can get interrogated mm-hmm. but there's really the nice scene between domino and wolverine where like they're done their job for the day like it's shift change because everything now goes to like beast and marvel girl but they go off to like watch the sunset and just kind of fucking let go but you kind of find out that they can't really do that yeah. um, like wolverine says like uh like whiskey helps the numbing so like now you know how what like why he's so much of an alcoholic and why like that's another level to like why he needs to drink, he just needs to like forget all the shit that he's remembered. Yeah, yeah. I will say um, one other thing is Warpath or Warpath. Why do you call him War? I keep wanting to call him Warpath. Gateway Gateway does a thing in the fight and he takes down that chopper. Oh shit. <laughs> He's just chilling off to the side. He's like, what are you doing here? I was, <laughs> like, I was, look, yeah, I was, look, I was looking at my notes and it just says, Gateway does a thing with the exclamation mark. <laughs> <laughs> he does a good thing. Yeah, he just shows um, up with the chopper. The guy's like, what the? <laughs> and again, that goes back to like the, the cool team that they've assembled for X-Force, right? Like yeah. they've, put, they've put these pieces in that I don't want to say are complimentary. They just know how to step up to help the next dude that maybe isn't stepping up, right? Like they're all just, they're all buzzer beater like the, they all want to take the last shot like they're all like yo if the game's on the line you could put it in my hands yeah or at least that's how i see it um the comic ends with beast and marvel girl interrogating uh i guess dude the agent and when marvel girl finally like taps in his head you figure out it's peacock dude that's behind all this shit yeah and you find out the beast these are the merc guys and and um I know in the in the in the text at the end. So the, yeah, they've they've like you said they find out Peacock dude sent them there, but Beast may have also reached out to them privately, and they don't know why. It's kind of in the, it's not in the book. It's in the text afterwards when they when right. you know those white pages with the. I was like, oh okay, Beast may or may not have reached out to them. 
Yeah, but then like the, but, then that leads into the second or sorry the sixth issue better because yes, yes. he, he basically talks that. about how he's like the conductor of this orchestra that is X Force. Yeah, and like he has those great lines about like there's spotlight melody where he like he looks at a uh, Kid Omega right and others are har- harmonic in the background. And I think he's talking about like uh, Domino um, mindlessly uh, beating drums, which is and crashing cymbals, which is Wolverine uh, versatile playing melody. Uh, me- melodies so like he he has different ways of talking about how each member of the group is his giant orchestra and then he gets to the the, the end where he talks about he's the conductor so like you're seeing beast in a completely different light too right like his confidence and kind of it's, going saying, to his, it's getting to his head as well. yeah like he's got big ego right yeah. but like even the panel of him just posted up in his chair like he looks more regal like he, uh, who's it sage who's also in the yeah. Yeah, uh, headquarters. Like she's up close and like working on the screens, but he's so like he's nonchalant. Back, yeah, like he's like chilling back kind of thing. It's like I haven't I haven't seen Beast in this light. I like it so far, but like you you wouldn't be surprised if this is his downfall. It well, yeah, because I have no like he's. I don't know if I want to talk more about Beast now. Or if I want to talk to, at the end, we'll, we'll talk about it now. He's I saw it as like I like the attitude change. I think it's kind of cool. It's a good character development, but he's. He's also a massive hypocrite because uh-huh. if, if, if you follow back like with the history of all this, when he was, when he learned that Scott Cyclops had put X-Force together, he called him the mutant Hitler. Like that's <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like he's like, you're the, you're the, I mean, I can defend it. That was before he kind of knew what was going on. Like they, right. they put Beast in a position where one, he was learning way more shit than maybe he wanted to learn. But two, like, all of them have had to now make the solid decision that it's us versus them. And that's made a lot of them more militant. Right. No, in, in, the, in the confines of Dawn of X, it, I get it. I like it. But if you look back at the longer, like, the larger scope of things he said to Scott, uh, the whole fact that when he was, he's the one who brought back, I don't even remember all this back in uh, about 2013, when he brought the original X-Men back. He, brought, right. he went. He went back in time, and brought the original, the five OGs back with him to try and help the team remember who they were and stuff. Like, and that that just fucked everything up. Like he's he overreaches nowadays. I, I notice, and it's kind of he's just so, being he's being hypocritical, which is which is fine. You're allowed to do that, but watch for Cyclops to finally take Beast's original position. If Beast is finally going to take Cyclops' position, and then. Cyclops be like, yo, Beast, you're going too far. Like, you're becoming a Hitler kind Possibly, of shit. Yeah. That would, I love, I, I can't wait for that. I can't wait for Cyclops to be like, what? So like, I'm the Hitler, huh? Okay. <laughs> Mine? Nine? <laughs> yeah. This one's weird. This one was different because they're in, the team's in Terra Verde. Right. And Black well, Tom. Oh, yeah, go on. Yeah, but I was going to say, Black Tom escorts Xavier there to, to sign the peace treaty with them. Right. And while they're there, they're attacked by, like, botanical man's <laughs> like it's like yeah the telefloronics telefloronics yeah. yeah yeah it's like oh, well. interesting i was gonna say it's a different uh kind of issue because there's that recon mission that marvel girl and beast go on and you see like beast like punch a dudes in the face and shit like that like beast is so like forward aggressive like attacking and shit like for me this is so out of context for how I've ever seen them. Yeah, it's badass. They, that's when they go to the to visit the president, right? Right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And the the Who's botanical people kidnapped by the the botanical, botanical people. people. Yeah. 
Um, and then there's that nice little new villain is something that's definitely coming up quicker or sooner than later. And the fact that the president's son was kind of hip to what was going on as well. Yeah. And I, I think basically like one of the leaders of botanical yeah. people. Uh, yeah. I just gonna say that he, he thinks his son was kidnapped when in reality his son's leading. Like volunteered, basically. Yeah. yeah. What? So there's, there's zombies, there's mutant eating people, there's botanicals. Well, there's more. I, I'm already going to get confused with as many villains that all these motherfuckers have to keep dealing with. Oh, there's, there's, there's an insane amount. There's an insane amount. But I, I really thought that was cool how we're talking about the evolution of Beast, too, when he tried. Are we talking about this? The, yep. His last. He, he basically tries to kill the president's son. Yeah. By rewiring his, his mental, like his mind, into attacking himself. Like, so... <laughs> The, the the botanical stuff in his body years of years of cerebro finally played paid off with yeah. mapping the and the i was like mind. i was like wow i was like that's fucking cold blooded yeah. <laughs> i did not expect beast to do something like that and i was like, like he basically he, he tried to give him a self destruct yes but the whole twist was like oh you can't self destruct something that's not what you thought it was and this is cool because it goes to what we're saying about Beast kind of getting ahead of himself. Because mm-hmm. now he's getting ahead of himself by trying to assassinate this dude. And really, he just you couldn't do it. a monster. It's a fail- yeah, it's a failed, a failed attempt. And then you get the nice panel where you think the president's son is back in a hospital room recovering. Like his father comes and visits him. But then as soon as he leaves, like his face melts away. And then he kind of like slimes himself out into the vine until he reforms outside as like this... Like they've 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 already evolved botanical people from the start of this issue to the end of this issue. They already look like completely different things. Yeah, because like he's already like an omega <laughs> botanical. But the, but the coolest thing about that that panel when he's slipping out of the out of the um, the hospital and whatnot and forming into his new body, you're still getting the 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 word blocks of beast talking about how cocky he is. He's like I'm right, all, yeah. you know, I'm always vibing with it. I'm never wrong. And meanwhile, it's like yeah he's a uh, he's a uh, kind of reassuring like why they have to take this like heavy-handed approach to certain yeah. things meanwhile it's like your plan fucked up man you created a monster so hope you enjoy that <laughs> so it's kind of like i like the the beast but at the same time i'm kind of like you can't bro, wait for him to get his comeuppance i can't wait for, yeah because i'm not used to him being this arrogant it's like oh, yeah man, you're smarter than that Everybody's got to be militant. Like this is what yeah. Professor X put on everyone. Like, yo, we're taking it back. From from jump from that first speech where he's talking about where he sent off that giant, uh, like universal commercial to everyone in their head. And it's just like, hey man, mutants right. are tired of getting fucked over. That that, that makes sense for Charles because he has to be like. Well, it makes sense for Beast too. It's just it's well, yeah, just... like hearing. But the, I'm saying when everyone like mutants across the board when hearing that they're all like, okay, like they all yeah, fair, oh, yeah, fair flip, enough. flip that switch. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah, so I get what you're saying. Any of those passive mutants were no longer like like Beak is militant now. Yeah, Beak. which is which is fine to see. <laughs> Beak. Are you hearing me? Are you hearing me? Beak. Beak. So we'll set we'll jump to the, the our next double header, which is the new mutants, five and six. Not bad. This is it's getting again, better. Getting better. Slow slow burn. And this um, is this is the return to the team up in space. Correct. Which is and, much better than the first couple ones that we're kind of like, we were kind of like this is like the weakest book. <laughs> it was, but I feel like their strength was splitting the books and splitting the teams because like the B storyline for the next issue was awesome. Like I love the whole boom boom, 
Angel, yes, and Beat Shit, right? Like all that stuff is yes. great. But uh, because they spent so much time making me read about these individual characters that are up in space, like I love issues like this where it's just basically Sunspot trying to hit on Bird Lady for yeah. like yeah, half the right. book. And I'm like, okay, <laughs> like this shit just makes me laugh. Like this is what I want to be reading. Yeah. Meanwhile, like Death real shit yeah. happening in the background, right? So her name is Death Bird. There you go. Oh, well, I like Bird Lady. Bird Lady sounds good too, Purple Bird Lady. And she's like, she seems so out of his league, and he's just like, yeah, <laughs> let's let's do this. What's up? Well, there's that line. He's like, uh, uh it's like it's, it's not a big deal. Like, uh, I, I sometimes buy uh, buy countries, like, uh, yada yada yada, and everything that she he says, like, she counteracts it, and she's like, I am a big deal. I buy planets, like, like my money's long. And he's like, well, you know, like that just that just that just turns him on more. He's like, <laughs> he's like, okay playing hard to get i like this and i, I found that entertaining because i don't he bobby kind of annoyed me before but i i liked him in this situation because right. his attitude played well against hers i, I enjoyed that usually comes off as a little too heavy-handed i'm kind of like all right yeah i get it you're arrogant yeah to, but it to counterbalance the character uh analysis or growth with bobby i won't say growth but just like the fun to dive into his character is uh they give magic the death commandos and she just goes to like town on these motherfuckers. Yeah. Which is great. Like, I mean, it opens with Gladiator, which I kind of like breeze over because I'm not a fan of Gladiator. But uh, Death Commandos are basically like the Black Ops mercs, like uh, guns for hire. And so when they finally like reach up to the shit, because they're, they're after a bird lady or like a bird lady. Crystal. Well, this is, the, this is the twist because you said you breezed over the Gladiator stuff. So Oracle, you know, his right hand, yeah. his right hand chick, she actually hires them to take out Deathbird because she doesn't want that back in Shi'ar. Like she's, cause Deathbird's, she's, she's a bad, terrible. yeah, well, she's, she's, she's bad, right? They, they're bringing her to mentor her niece, right? Ileana, um, Leandra's daughter. Ileana. <laughs> yeah. They, they, he, they want her to mentor the daughter, but Oracle's like, nah, we don't want her back here. So she hires the Death Commandos to, to intercept the, the, the team coming back. And it let, does not work out as planned. No, no, not with magic. Not with my girl magic on board. Magic kills it. Yeah. And like they have those fun little lines where like they obviously like break into the ship and they all like split up. And magic's all gung ho with the leader and just telling all the other troops what to do. Remember, she's they, remember she's sorry to cut you off, but she's a a Krakoan general. Yeah. Right. So we you forget that because it's, it's like a teeny book. This is like the teen team, but she's actually a general with like Cyclops and and Bishop and they and, and they pulled her away from that, right? Like yes. probably her strength, right? Like if she was still at the island, everyone would kind of understand how like how much she runs shit. But the fact that they threw all these kids off in space and they let them be kids for a little bit, and then when real shit started happening, you'd see who the kind of strong archetypes were stepping forward with. Yes. But I just love when she finally like meets up against um, Flaw, uh, Impernova. And uh, Offset, she keeps asking them, like, do you want to make out with me? Do you want to make out with me? Like, no. are you human? <laughs> and it's just, like, a setup for her to, like, slice their heads off, essentially. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was, that was weird. He's like, no. They're all, they're all like, no, no, no. And then, How many legs do you have? She pulls yeah. out the, the magic sword. And what, was the, what was the line? It was, like, because it was, obviously, they're gonna, we were either going to fuck or fight. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, so she had like, my last note of this is just um, Ileana handles her business. <laughs> she does. Uh, yeah, I gotta say, bad call because it was fuck or fight. And you. That's the line. Yeah, fuck or yeah, fight. Yeah. 
Quick question: Are any of you human? And they all say no. And she fucking <laughs> swipes them with the crazy sword. Yep. Yeah, because it's not. That's right. Because you're not allowed to kill humans. So she's like, "All right, I can kill all you." So she does. Easily. But like, yeah. then they cut to like each different room where all the new mutants are just steadily handling all these death commandos. Yeah. Which is awesome. They built up all these death commandos as like these crazy aliens that you thought were gonna like put up a fight with these guys. And they get worked. Like one of them is just like punch yourself. But I can't remember her name. Punch yourself. Punch yourself. And she makes dude punch himself to death. <laughs> I'm yeah. like just laughing because like that's what you want from these guys. Like they've been waiting to give us big fights with these guys. It's more been fish out of water and kind of understanding their dynamics between each other. Yep. So when you get these issues, they're more fun because they finally get to play. Uh, it's karma you were talking about. Yes. Karma makes, makes the big dude punch himself so many times that he dies. But yeah, and then they're, they blow up the ship. And, <laughs> and then, so, uh, yeah, you see, uh, was it Mondo? Fuck, what's his name? Just floating out in space? Yes. Like the, the, the two guys that wanted to duck the, the fight in the beginning? Yeah. They spent yeah. most of it just drinking? And then they're the front and center just floating off into space, which is pretty funny. Yeah, they, uh, but so not a lot happens in this, but it's Mondo and Chamber. I, well, I, I, again, I think it sets up it's fun. Magic no, I like that probably really, yeah, really well and let you know like what Smasher and kind of the other set are planning with uh, yeah. Gladiator. Yep, I like this one, but and then, yeah, and then you were saying earlier, and uh, issue six goes back to the, the boom boom and armor team. Yeah. And this, and this was a great fucking read because the whole like build up to like this point was fun still and just like a good understanding of like there's this whole other mutant set that's like a cartel and they want to like be in on the drug money and all that stuff right yeah so like even these mutants that have spent painstakingly spent time to get as far away from any mutant issues they still can't have peace was great right like literally in the middle of nowhere on a farm in nebraska beacon angel have to be have been fighting off these guys so it finally hits ahead now because like boom, boom's arrived. Armor's taking shit. Blob's doing his stuff. Right. Like you think that it's going to work out, but there's so many twists to how this comic pays out. Well, and speaking of glob, he, his first panel is just like, he's yelling at Maxine and Manon, the two twins that made the guards shoot each other. And he's like, why did you make them kill each other? And Maxine and, uh, Mono, right? Mono? Manon. Yeah. Manon are definitely going to be issues. Like, that's what this book showed me, if anything, right? Are going to be, like, some somewhat of problems down the line? Yes. Based on their power set and how they use their power set? And they're relatively new. They they've only, they were only created, I think, in, like, 2017, 2018 as villains. And then they joined up for this. So, right. so going, it makes going sense. Back that, going back to that Wolverine trust, can you ever really trust a reformed villain? Yeah. And you get, um, even though Glob was, was mad at them for the whole killing the people thing beaks like whatever man they got what they deserved like they came in and threatened my kids and as soon as he says that bam <laughs> <laughs> my, my notes is, my notes is beak beaks and gets booked <laughs> that, that, that works yeah <laughs> that's all i noticed was i was like what is that oh right right so they and use I, they learn to use the they i mean when i say they i mean maxine i mean on the twins learn and use the guards to attack the goldbeard Right. right. They, rather than kill them, they're just like, all right, let's keep these guys busy. And the rest of the, the team is trying to get beat to like the truck so they can he's bleeding out. Yeah, he's, ble he's bleeding out right now. Everyone's freaking out. Um, and, and there's that cool panel of Angel just spewing venom on a couple of the 
I guess, uh, what is it? What's the country again? The Costa Pardita. The Pardita, yeah, one of the Parditans. Um, as like beasts like crying out. Um, so it's cool. And then cut to Boom Boom outside. Who's depowered, by the way. Boom Boom and Armor are depowered right now, and they are just hand to hand. They're fucking yeah. everybody down, right? So, yeah. like, strength on your team. Um, they finally get beak out, and then that's where you get the great uh, standoff. Choose, choose, yeah, choose or lose standoff. Yeah, the uh, B- big boss ends up. I think it's his beak's father that he. It is, yeah, Goldbeard. I don't know. We just call him Goldbeard. He comes out with yeah with Beak's dad at gunpoint, and just puts the the chamber to the head. And basically, you're gonna have to choose one, but one of these guys isn't gonna make it, right? Yep. And uh, Angel has to make the tough decision, and bang. Uh, father-in-law dead and then they go off to like go save <laughs> see if they can save uh, Beak yeah. as they uh, kill what's his real name there we go uh, Enrique El- is this El Rey yeah. <laughs> yeah I gotta get the it's Sante Goose they finally get everyone so like the cool twist on this issue was they finally get everyone back to Kokoa and when Armor goes to check on them because obviously it's been super traumatic right like you got shot, Beak. You lost your father and I think his mother too. Like this has been, like all your kids were traumatized and shit. And they go to check in on Beak and he's like all chill and like nonchalant about his family dying. Yeah, how do you feel about this? And then gives the line of dialogue. I was like, oh, they, they died years ago, right? And yeah. so like Armor flips out because she knows exactly what happened. Yeah. It was uh, the M&M twins yeah. who went and fucked with his mind. So yeah, I yeah. like it in the fact that like, oh, this is just proving how fucked up these guys are going to be because you can essentially erase so much shit and just like anyone that has access to the mind in this new run of x-men already was crazy but the fact that like there's so much information going on like you can fuck up a lot of shit like not even trying to yeah so i I, from personally i liked how this one ended and yeah really cool interested into new mutants because now there's this whole morality ploy because like armor tries to get mad at them but can't she's like they're still kids and she's trying to like figure out how to like teach them like trying to make a teachable moment even though it's super fucked up and they thought they were doing something right like well we got rid of it now he's better place right yeah like they're like they're all happy now right it's like yeah but it's happy in a different way yeah yeah, that's not the fucking point though it's like that's but yeah Yeah, but they don't know that like they're brand new right like you look at them like kids yeah exactly Uh, they're gonna be fun yeah we have one more double feature which is the x-men Five and six. So we'll do that one next. I want oh, this be... is where like the children of the vault shit, eh? Yes. Yes. So and that's what opens with Wolverine tracking Serafina, who is a member of, of Children of the Vault, right? If anybody doesn't know, it's a highly evolved and highly dangerous superpower group uh, developed through exposure to temporal acceleration. Oh yeah, that's a that's an additional villain for those people listening. Yeah, another one. At home. <laughs> like they're gonna make a list. Um, yeah, and so like this is definitely I like X Men because they always seem to be dealing with the next growing threat. Yeah. Every every other book seems to be reacting to what's going on right now, but these guys are like, okay, we got to worry about the next. Like like they're playing chess right now. Yeah. So like this whole mission definitely brings in all the big guns and all the people that you want to hear from a traditional X Men book. Like it's Storm, uh, Scott. Cyclops and Wolverine along with like people like I didn't even know about their like power set and stuff right like Serafina obviously the cool X23 Cinch is in this Darwin and Darwin and Sink yeah 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 Sink 
they play uh, huge roles in this. Well, yeah, I don't know much about either, but Darwin has the adaptive power and Sink has copycat power. So they take those two because they can they they feel that they can um, survive within the vault because they understand that the vault is a fucked up place. <laughs> yeah, a lot going on going on in there, and I don't know if this has a connection to Nimrod or it's the next story that has connections to Ringo. But like, there's always a master mold. There's always a sentinel. There's always like that thread of like, oh, they're just gonna make that machine that fucks us up, right? So yeah. they're always trying to stop that person to make who's making that machine. Which is fucked up because it seems to be in this entire universe, like so many of those people that know how to make this fucking machine. Yeah, there's a lot of them, right? Yeah. All over the place. And it's like, you know, there's like 10, 10 master molds, there's like three Nimrods, and then there's like all the people that know how to build it and like, right, yeah. like manifest it or like where they need to be, like the, the Osiris shit. Like, god damn. God, yeah. like, it never, it literally never ends. But yeah. the, the bulk of this issue is just kind of introing you to this new team with X-22 saying that she is the true Wolverine, which was awesome. Like, I like that little line there. Because when she, when Wolverine died, she was handed the man, the, the quote unquote mantle. Yeah. And she's kind of, she still is Wolverine in her mind and, and I mean, rightfully so really. And, yeah. And they got that great panel here where she kind of looks like Batwoman. So, I mean, if, if Malford just want to take something and do it better, I'm all for it. Yeah. Well, we were talking from, from the top about how this, some of these books have crossover mutants and we're not sure how armor is a good example in this one. Yeah. She does Cause too. she's supposed to be in Nebraska, Nebraska. And here she is here. So I don't know if this, I like, mean, they this, got the flower. Yeah, exactly. I know. I, I'm not complaining. I'm just saying I was, I love seeing it, armor in action. Cause I think she's a, she's a really cool. I like her character. I think she's a really cool power set, but I was kind of, yeah. Oh, isn't she in yeah. Nebraska or she just, she just came back from Nebraska and went right into this. Like, and, sure. and going back to what you said earlier, like that's the cool thing about the tweaks on the suits, right? Cause like Cyclops is wearing a different suit in this run than he was in a couple other issues of stuff. So like, we don't really know the time frame. Like this could be two months apart or like two days apart. So that could work for whoever's kind of master molding this entire run. If you, if you see that and you're building for something, but even if you're not, it's still kind of fun to throw these random people in left and right and just see how this mix comes out. Cause again, like Darren Sitch and X 23 seems like it's going to be a fucking amazing, like new X-Men team that we're going to get in the next couple of issues. Yeah. Which is crazy. Cause they go, they tell you already. Cause not, not too much happens in this, but it's a, a big, a huge setup does in terms of, of going, moving forward. But when the three, I mean, when I say the three, I mean, um, Laura Darwin and Sink, when they go into the vault, it's immediately written, like in in the book, that they've lost track of them. Yeah. <laughs> so three months, they say what? Three months, five days pass, which is yeah, five hundred. Like, they added a time thing to like once you're in the fucking vault, it even like it's even even more of a mind fuck. Which time, was- yeah, time moves differently. So they they were gone at this point for three months and five days. And in the vault time, that's 537 years. So, <laughs> so Wolverine's Wolverine's gonna come back as old, old woman Wolverine, Wolverine. like she's <laughs> old woman Wolverine, right? Because old man Logan, old woman Laura. Oh, I got it. Um, and the cool, the final panel too is your boy Psych is kind of like, what was I thinking? <laughs> well, he's got that little uh, like Power Ranger setup where it looks like he's gonna be like it's Morphin time, but yeah. it's too late. like you you're inside of Zordon's head. 
Yeah. Good luck. Um, but it's, it's super cool. Like again, because I don't really read up on these specific characters, the fact that they've thrown them in such a like fucked up place and we don't know what's gonna come out is can only be good. Like can only be fun as a reader. Yeah. And X Men Six, the next issue, does not cover it at all. No, and does not disappoint either. Because no, finally, this is a great one. Finally, we get Lady Blue, Miss Mystique. Mystique, and she's in it with like a passion. Like I loved this issue. It was so satisfying. This was really good, and it, and it gets right into it when Destiny tells her a dirty little secret. Well, they, they had been, like, placing this scene, like, periodically throughout different issues, but yes. not to a full extent. So, like, we knew there was something going on with Irene, and we knew, like, there was a conversation had, but now we kind of see what the fuck's been going on with that full conversation. And basically, Irene's just saying, like, you can't trust who you think you can trust. Yeah. So when they ask you to do something that you know you don't want to do, but you're going to do, make sure you get what you need from them. Which really anyway, makes, which really makes Mystique the wild card in Krakoa. And she's always been a badass too. Like yes. saying that from when they were assembling the seats in like the first, like, like Mystique wants something and you guys aren't giving that to her. Like that's only going to come up. Right. Yeah. Cause she wants destiny back and they're everybody. She's a pre pre, like a pre, pre cognitive, pre cognitive. So they're like, when I say they, I'm talking about like the council kind of like, nah. Destiny's Irene, Irene's Destiny? Yeah. Because I wrote, I wrote Irene out. Yeah, yeah. No, you did. Yeah, you did. But that's what she wants. She wants her back. Yeah. And uh, Charles and, and Magnus are stalling. They're just like, nah. Nah, well, you know, do this thing and then we'll bring her back. This with knowing full well they're not bringing her back. Right. So this whole mission starts off with them dangling that carrot again. I'm saying, okay, just run this mission. Go drop off this flower. Because this is, again, this is the ship that they're jumping it on is the Orchid, uh, Orchid well, the, Forge. The Forge is back up. And that's, yeah. that's, 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 that's a big thing here. And Director Devo, Devo has a monologue about uh, perfection and sending off a device to Dr. Gregor, who's still trying to resurrect her husband as fucking Nimrod. <laughs> so and, like, any, and any other title, this villain alone would have been enough yeah. to write all the issues you need. This, this is like the afterthought or like the dude that they've been playing chess with because like we knew Nimrod was going to come back from the first run. So the fact that they like they keep finding ways to like, like he seems like inevitable. Yeah. Which is fucked because Nimrod's like the biggest asshole, right? <laughs> like, goddamn. Um, so they, they send Mystique in to one, set up like a portal that we can get. Yeah, to. This, is, this is, yeah, this goes back to uh, the House of X stories. Like when they attacked the Orcus Forge, Mystique actually had a sub mission, which was to um, plant a Krakoan gate in the forge. Right. Which I thought was fucking cool. And, and she's been uh, going back and forth through it this whole time. Just to, just to do like recon and shit. Yeah. To the point that, like they finally, like at one point she's standing over, who's it, Amanda Gregor or like one of the Gregors or something? Yeah, Gregor, yeah. She's sleeping. And like she could kill her and like end all of this, but instead she goes back and tells Charles and Magnus, like she was there. I could have killed her, but I didn't. And they're like, "Why did you kill her? Like, yo, you could have like ended this." And she's like, "Like, oh. yeah, like exactly. Like, I I want her back, right? Yeah. Like, I want my wife great, back." <laughs> this was a great book for um, the power dynamics because you could see all of them flexing the way that they normally do. Like, um, Charles is like really just a mind fuck. Like he's like, you need to do this for the greater good. Magnus is kind of a realist of like, you're going to kill anyway. So like, just kill for us. And Mystique's all like, yo, I like, I have the power to do all this shit, but I'm not going to do it till like 
you give me what I want. Like all of that stuff just played out so well with these like larger than life characters. Like these are all the pillars of like X-Men for as long as there's been X-Men, right? Like yep. these three characters have always had pivotal um, connections to everybody else, right? If you do the, if you do the Venn diagram, a lot of them are just parents, literally, to the rest of the kids that are going through it. So the fact that like mommy, daddy, and daddy are fighting, yeah, is so cool. And the fact that like Misty comes back and the one line I wrote down was, "I hate you, Charles. I've always hated you." I was like, that, like I love it because yeah. it makes That's so, so her. It's her, and it's like you you see how like how Charles have been just fucking with people's minds from the jump, right? Like he's always been like, "You got to work with me, right? Like I'm the most powerful." You got to do this shit for me. And Mystique has always been someone to like play by her own rules. But the first one to like see through the bullshit, that's why you like respect Magneto so much. Cause he's always like, I don't give a fuck about like the politics of it. Like this is what I want for my people. He's straight up and real like that. Yep. But uh, Mystique is all like, I can see through your bullshit. Like I hate you, Charles. Right. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you're not the savior that everyone thinks you are. Give me back my wife. Yeah. Which is crazy. Cause like my last note, it, for that one, it just it just says Mystique about to bring the walls down. Yeah, well, Irene's last line is "burn that place to the ground." Yeah, like, which I was like, and I was like, I don't know if it gave me chills, but I was kind of like, "Fuck, that's sick." <laughs> like, we didn't even talk about like she dies in this like issue, and obviously they bring her back. Yeah. Like, oh, that, Mystique. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Well, that, well that, that 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 was a flashback to after the um, the Orcus Forge when they when they when they, they failed they, the first time infiltrated yeah when they infiltrated in uh in the main time in the i can't fucking talk in the house in, in the house of x powers of x powers of 10 thing i just like that reveal because they're like for my theory like that proves that she's one of the, the pod people right like she's not really right. a, a true true but the fact that like it's so nonchalant now like it's expected that okay like everyone can do a kamikaze mission right yep but like they still haven't proven that everyone can do a kamikaze mission like i like that that's in the back of my head constantly about uh this run and shit so, but I, I love this issue. This is a great issue. So let's jump to number Excalibur, number six. Uh, da, 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 da. Where <laughs> Apocalypse is brought back to life. <laughs> well, I mean, we we're just talking about it, so <laughs> yeah. Dolphin Sound is now a pod person too. We Nobody, gotta make. We gotta like take some time and make a list at who hasn't been brought back to life yet. I'm. I'd be curious to know who hasn't. Well, when we finish, well, right. I think when we end, end off this podcast, we'll definitely be talking about someone that we don't know can come back from life, right? Like, right. And that's oh, a great yeah, thing about right. like right. this, this, like their releases of books on specific weeks. Like, if you you can look at them up close and really get the story from what's happening in that title, but if you look at them through kind of like the entire run, you can kind of see these cool things of like I, I'm pretty sure, and uh, each run except for marauders somebody dies or like and and sometimes they come back yes. but marauders left us uh, well i don't want to go there when we talk about marauders it's, we'll it's do we'll more, do marauders next but let, let's just get it's, this it's more of a cliffhanger right so yeah going to going to excalibur yeah so he uh, comes back and is oddly chummy with with uh super jamie, friendly jamie braddock yeah and i was like super friendly that's not a combination that's gonna be good for anybody that's not- well, i mean hopefully for them because them, yeah. they basically like just like Morgana just ends up losing in this one, right? Like this is kind of just like a clean sweep of like, oh, this was a war, but like now the good the good guys win. Yeah, oh, that's right. Yeah, when they when they when they hop into other world to right. fight her. 
but I, I just basically, I want to say basically because it's blued up rogue that like does all the heavy lifting in this. All of it. In the in the previous book, she had drained uh, Apocalypse, and now she's like the coolest version of Rogue I've ever seen, and I've seen a lot of cool r- r- versions of her. But the fact like this Excalibur click, like as soon as they enter Outer World, like they're all firing on all cylinders, and all of them are pretty damn cool, like their power sets. Yeah, yeah. I was just gonna say it's a, it's a interesting really work as a team. It's a complimentary one. It's an interesting team. If I don't know if it's a weak link, but in this fight particularly, like, I think. You know, wait, wait, wait. Time out, time out, time out. you know who the weak link is. Fair enough. I know exactly who the weak link is. Uh, she's got a dragon, dude. So, so, so Drogo's not a, a weak link. My point was going to be that's true. I, we, I forgot <laughs> Jubilee's part of it. Yeah, um, Jubilee's like... Because my point I was getting to was the Gambit spent way too much time worrying about Rogue in this fight. Right. Like, when man, she's man. like the most powerful mutant yeah. like, really right now that's ever... Doesn't need your help, Remy. Like... <laughs> but that's okay. him. Like he's, he's like yeah. he's always like uh, chipping the shoulder. Like I just I want one of me, right? Like yeah, exactly. <laughs> he, he really wants to go back to begging her in the hot tub. Like there's a moment, like I can't remember what issue it was where they're just chilling in the hot tub. Yeah, that was yeah. Roaming around, he's like, "Yo, can we beg now?" And she's like, "Fine." I was like, "Yes." Like that's yeah, like Gavin, Gavin's having the best fight of, like run so far. This guy, he, honestly, uh, this may sound weird, but I. He's earned it, man. This guy's stuck around and he couldn't touch her. Now she can finally control her powers. Yeah. Yeah, he, like, he put in the work. He put in and a this, lot of work, man. And this is coming off of Mr. and Mrs. X, too, right? Like, they gave them, they gave that duo a run, I think, 20, 2018, 2019, where they yeah. were trying to, like, essentially, like, give Gambit, like, his just just rewards. That's and, right. Like, and give Rogue, like, some sense of peace. Like, Rogue is just as troubled as, like, maybe Wolverine. But they don't play that up as much. No, she doesn't. She's had a lot of trauma. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. She has not lived a normal life from jump, and it's off like the most simple thing of just like connection. I can't right? touch anybody. Yeah, there's been yeah. yeah. Like, Wolverine, they turned him into like a, a freak, but like the majority of it is like I've lived too long. Like so, he's just seeing people die. Like he's just, he's just grouchy. Yeah. Yeah. Rogues bumped into people on the subway and like killed people. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah, like yeah. she's been rough for a, yeah. a long time, right? So it's weird that they downplay like her her mental strength because like that's such a cool aspect of how crazy like awesome she is. She's a really cool character. I like yeah, she's a really cool. Character. Watch out for the finals where we have Miss Rogue going up against Womp Womp. Oh yeah, yeah. I was I was, I was thinking about I was thinking about dropping that when you start going on a little bit of a. A run there, but I was like, ah, I'll just leave it. No, jump in, man. That's really what it is. I gotta support my uh, pick in this uh, this finals here, and it's definitely rogue. That's not it? fair, man. My pick doesn't have a. <laughs> Your pick's in there. You were talking a little bit about. I know, but her story's not nearly as good. Anyway, <laughs> we're talking. If, you're if you're you so li- sad. You're like, oh no. If you, well, you listen because next episode <laughs> is gonna be the finals for the 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 Marvel Hero Draft we were doing. The long awaited. It's coming. Yeah, long awaited, and and the two finalists uh, meet in this comic. Meet in this. Yeah, well, they're in this con. They're in these comics, but they're Rogue's one of them, and Psylocke's the other. But hell yeah. Anyways, that's that's next. That's episode forty-one. So keep six for that. For themselves. Yeah, I do appreciate. Though that's yeah, that's episode forty-one. But I do appreciate. I thought it was really funny how Apocalypse comes back with a cane. (laughs) He's he's like a walking. He's like a walking stick. I was like, oh, you never looked so meek before. That's cool. That that goes back to your theory that like maybe he's not full percent Apocalypse. Maybe Maybe. he's nine ninety-six percent now. But he yeah he he shows up when they're yeah. 
he shows up when they're fighting Morgan Le Fay, and he's just kind of like, "Why well, don't I have a duel?" Yeah. <laughs> he shows up to celebrate. Like he literally came off the bench. He's like, "Yes, I'm gonna go ring." Right. Yeah. And meanwhile, like Excalibur is just running the table. Right. Like there's even a nice little trade-off battle between Betsy and Brian. Well, that's that's what he does. He proposes that. He's like, "Well, how about we have a duel of champions?" Right. You, Betsy versus Brian. Whoever wins wins it all. Wins it all. So, so that, we don't do this the, fucking back and forth shit. That was Morgan's first mistake. Yes. <laughs> and then a dragon comes in and breathes fire. Because Betsy, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I love that. Like Chogo just comes in and just burns it all down, right? Like. What do you? What do you? Down. What do you think of this new Betsy? Uh, this I, I think like she's her. pretty badass. I like yeah, her. I like her. Uh, here's the you thing. Wanna, you want to talk about check it past? <laughs> oh my gosh. She's. <laughs> And then they keep throwing Jamie in their face too, right? Like we're totally underplaying like how how much of an impact Jamie is in this run, let alone in this world, because both Brian and Betsy just have problems with this motherfucker, right? Like yeah, <laughs> he's always just been damn. Like families suck sometimes in comic books, um, but in terms of like Betsy with Brian through the entire run of him being like the Dark Knight. Like, she's been struggling with handling the mantle and, like, still fighting. So, like, I like how they've been writing her. Like, they've given her, like, she's she has to, like, be a strategist and still understand, like, the moral compass of, like, she even gets the option of choosing the amulet and the sword. Yeah. Like, she offsets one to, the like, her brother. But, like, she's she's in the position of power now, right? Like, she got to make that choice. Like, I, I, I really like how her flow or her arc has been going through this entire Excalibur run. So do I. And remember when we first started this, I thought this book wasn't that great. And it's completely changed my mind. So I do I appreciate I always like Excalibur. Excalibur is always like the fun, like weird. Yeah, like you're saying, Dungeons, Dungeons and Dragons version of it. Yeah, yeah, like that, that shit just strikes. So like, I, I'm happy that like it's all starting to pay off. But it like is. the outer world like battle is just like... Mar, 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 other world, yeah. To, like progress the actual like real plot line, which is Jamie Apocalypse... Rogue Betsy Bryant. Yeah. And and like you're saying, our, our two picks get, get a nice little heart to heart here. Well, yeah, like they're trying to deal with uh, the, the ramifications. That, yeah. yeah, that she's going to go for a fight to the death with her brother. <laughs> Which, I mean, uh, but again, like you get that the writer has to write that, but you read it as a reader, knowing that like in a couple frames up, like you just saw them like bring back Jamie and Apocalypse. Right? That's right, yeah. Like, Death's not really like a huge hang up in these comics. The but only it's nice, it's nice that you you get that her feeling like, oh, it's my brother, right? Well, Brian's not a mutant, so that's he can't come back. But doesn't he have like the with the power of Captain Britain? Didn't that give him like a whole other level to it? I thought like he became mutant when the pushback came back. Oh, maybe, but I don't. He's as far as I understood, it was the, the part of the reason why they didn't, there was an uproar for Betsy taking the mantle is because she isn't human. It's like, well, Captain Britain's always been human. Blah, 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 blah. I mean, he doesn't die anyway. Like, no. Jamie comes in there and it's just like, all right. Just, so. just retcons it. Yeah. He's just yeah, like, we're going to encage Morgan and now, you know, me and Apocalypse are running shit. Jamie's such a fucking dick. Like, I, I, like, I, love, I love when he's in the book. Yeah, I love when he's in the book because you really never know what he's going to do. He's uh, very Loki-esque, but I think a little more charming. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. Loki-esque. Yeah, I like that. Um, and now we really don't know what Apocalypse is going to do either. No. He's essentially just gathering land and people that are playing position for him. 
yeah, he 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 puts Jamie in the position of like ruling other worlds. It's kind of like okay. And you're my you're my like side guy, right? Like me and you are thick as thieves. So basically, that's my land too, right? You don't know what kind of deal like really apocalypse is setting up for, but. The comic's fun because it ends again with Yami getting some in a hot tub. <laughs> yeah, they, and they talking about babies too. Yeah, like they're finally ready for like this new life. She's back to normal. She's no longer blue apocalypse. Yeah, she loses the blue skin, and they talk about babies. Now. To her credit, she became that much more of a badass when she learned how to like control when to fucking um, basically like succubus and like steal shit yeah. and what she could steal from people or like learn from people. So again, another reason why episode. 41, Rogue is just going to mop the floor with other people. <laughs> uh, also of note is Brian and Betsy, they swap sword and amulet for the Captain Britain mantles, which gives Brian his own set of armor again. And a different set of powers. Yes. He's used to using sword. Yeah, and she gets the amulet, so it's kind of like a split responsibility now. That's weird, because I always thought, I knew Jamie was a mutant. Jamie? Yeah, and Betsy's yeah. a mutant. But they're twins, so you would just assume that Brian would be a mutant as well. No, Brian, yeah, Brian's yeah, Brian's a, her twin. Yeah, they're That's how I'm, pr- I'm pretty sure he's human. That's an interesting choice. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he's human. And then you get the last reveal of fucking Apocalypse with a little scalpel. <laughs> he's cutting open Morgan LeFay. It's like what the fuck is like what's he doing? So, I'm I'm waiting for a sinister to show up because if there's any a calling card, it's splicing mutants open. Yeah, no kidding. Yeah, yeah. You think uh, Sinister's behind any one of those several fucking sub-villains that we... I don't know if he's behind them, but I think he's got... Sin- Fingers you know, in if, them. If you're talking about Sinister, I don't think he's got... Yeah, he's got... I don't think he's behind any of the villains, but he's, like, he's he got... Made, he's got to make, like, vampire zombie blood. I don't know, but he's got stock in shit going down. Remember that um, Xavier, Charles and, and Eric have given him, like, a excuse me what he wants anyways they're giving him dna to help with the whole uh library of mutants right yeah but so he's getting he's getting something good. he's not doing this because he's a nice we don't guy. know if that's gonna be good or bad like you're just giving them free dna of everybody like yeah well, that's what i mean so i don't know my, my point being i don't know how many moves he's making he's making moves but he's getting something in return he's not doing this because he's nice he's doing this right. because he's getting something Whereas Apocalypse, I'm not sure what he's getting. So he's, you know, he's kind of just come over and been part of the team, but he's but like Apocalypse. <laughs> Apocalypse at least seems to be like moving the chains. Like yes. he's definitely like gaining land to be like, all right, like when we're ready to go, like I'm, I'm. That's Which him versus Sinister's not going to, Sinister's not going to make moves to gain land. He's going to wait for somebody to do it and then take it out of their, from underneath them. No, well, he's not going for land. He wants the people that inhabit the land. Right, like, right. If, if you have a populace of, let's say, zombie-eaten mutants, like that's going to fuck up the land. Who cares? Yeah. yeah. Um, and the the best transition, I think, to go to uh, Fallen Angel 6. Okay, I was going to say this for the last because it's the ending, but yeah, let's do that Yeah, now. but I would have too, but we both didn't like this one. And I no, we didn't. I didn't like, talk, yeah. Talk it's, on, a, on a bad note, like I didn't like this one. So this, I don't this, this book went from, and it's too bad because I like Edward Hill too. This was a I good run. This was one of our favorite runs. It was the beginning. Well, the, start, the starting is my favorite, and then it just kind of progressively just went right down the shelf. It's like, okay. What do you, okay, so before we get into like plot, what do you think the the drop-off was? Like, what are you see, seeing it going wrong? Case in point for me, like I felt like when they started to like introduce 
the religion aspect of it and like the connection to the scientific like it took away from the order like there was already a level of Psylocke in the mental and like her battling her on this plane but then they added like three other planes and I was like yeah uh, the, I, I didn't like when they I guess it was always meant to be a team book but this should have been just a Quanon story like it should have been just Psylocke doing her shit you didn't and like then, X23 in this I like X I love X23 I just don't think Quanon is in a good position to be like a leader she's yeah. not a leader she's a she's and, fucking she's only been back for like a year or two not and Kilo did fuck all in all of this. Yeah. yeah it, was just, it, it seemed like they just, here's your team, work with it. Whereas they didn't really let Hill do what he wanted, I don't think. Because I've, I've seen him write for DC. He's written things, right. he, and he writes Katana very well. And <laughs> Katana and, and Psylocke, there's a parallel there, right? We could, yeah, you sure. know, so I don't, I don't know. I, I think what it was if, just... What if they made it... Um, like Psylocke had to like break out and rescue Cable and X twenty three. That would make way more sense, yeah. Because then it's a, they're separated, and it's just a solo mission for her to like, yo, I need more numbers. Because this isn't like you gotta remember, this isn't not you per se, but this isn't Betsy. This is Quanin. This is not yeah. the Psylocke that we're used to. This is the whole different. This is the like you know what I mean. She's damaged. She's fucked up, and you want her to lead a team with X twenty three? Like, yeah, no, no, that's a good point. I'm like, it's not. I don't. Especially because the early issues were giving us that other side too. Like they were, they were slowly burning us to like how her mental got her to this point. Yeah. Like she had her flashbacks and all of those were like really well done because there was such a different look to the rest of the book. The rest of the book is like dark bleak and like splashes of color when there's like fights, but like her flashbacks and like her whole butterfly shit was really like the separate story. That's like, okay, like this gives you a nice breath on it. Yeah. So, like, I was getting invested in her correctly. Like, I'm with you with all that stuff. But then the X-23 and Cable, I was like, well, what's Cable doing now? Yeah, and, like, was, get, yeah. get, get captured <laughs> most of the time. Cable, Cable did absolutely nothing. <laughs> X-23 was good, but she didn't need the, like, I, I missed about this, la- I think last time we talked about it, I was like, she doesn't need this character develop. She's already gone through this. Right. She's already yeah, found herself in her own solo book. And now they're like, she's right back to being this she needs to be mentored because she's no i'm like quantum's not the person to teach her <laughs> yeah yeah and to the credit uh mr sinister was also well done in this run oh yes yeah mr. Sinister. he was basically yeah, yeah. just uh like the man in the chair or the guy in the like the the, the spinny yeah. seat yeah you just go check in with him and then he can kind of either help you or like yeah he was written well and sorry and Psylocke was written well too she was she was, she was cool in this but she just it was not the right fit for anybody well, until the end, like, do you want to get into the story now? Because clearly there's a lot to love about this, but yeah, especially they, with Apoth and like the split of Apoth, like the fact that yeah. it was two different versions of like that threw, threw me for, like, I thought it was Silver Surfer for like half of it. That's like, right. Yes, they, you put Silver Surfer, you're like, no, that's no. <laughs> that's not who you think it is. Well, my first note is the team fights mind control dudes and Psylocke, the little caterpillar, becomes a butterfly to meet Apoth face to face. Yeah. So she puts her device on that's going to, the sister gave her to enter the subconscious. Right. And to, to meet him head on. And he tries tries to shape change into things close to Quantum to get, but I'm like, Why? she knows that you're like, yeah. I don't, I, I, that whole, that, that whole trope or I don't know, that whole technique is so played. I was like, okay, she knows you're, you, she's in like this dream world and you're changing into all these different animals to like fuck with her mind and Carrie, like, like she knows what you're doing like it's not you know 
it's not gonna work and then he gets fucked up because of it it's like well very easily too i said uh she wrote like a star sapphire except like she's the pink lantern yeah the way that they were like it because this book has been building up to like the stark contrast it's always been like black and muted purples but it'd been flashes of pink and this one was just like as much kind of brightness as you could throw onto it because obviously if you're fighting on that plane like powers are intensified so i also got a little bit of like power rangers like this could have just been a power ranger battle where they're like make me big and like they just go battling at each other with a giant butterfly yeah. But they had a couple of fun lines of like fight with fight the pain with love. Like her character development kind of like finishes yes. in this book. But like the way that she finishes the villain who like at one point like I thought was just basically a child abductor, which was like hella like evil, right? Yeah. Like it was just taking kids and shit. But like the way it just for me it fizzled out. Like it like it wasn't yeah, it, did. And it, it almost listen, this this is how this is how rough the story was. The story, the the this run is six issues long, and it felt like it was like two or three issues too long. <laughs> so I mean, you know what I mean? Like that's not good. That's. I want to move on now. You can't. You, that's, there's no better review than that. No, is is and that's so. I don't know. I hope she does a lot better in Hellions because she's going to be featured in that book <laughs> later on. I'm already I'm already done with this. It this feels was like not two good. three books too long. Just, yeah. Just coke. Appreciate it. And let's end with like a highlight because again, I this for I think both of us, I haven't stopped enjoying and it never wavered. Like it was always like from first read to issue six, I've been steadily enjoying Marauders. I've never had a bad <laughs> notion for Marauders. I've always been like when when it was first released, I was like, okay, they never made a Marauders book before. This is cool. Okay, leading girl is you know Kate Pride and and Bishop's in it, and the team looks pretty cool. They got Iceman and Storm. I was like, this is pretty sweet. It's right. written by Jerry Duggan, who I I've read his some of his other work, especially on Deadpool and stuff. It's very good. I was like, this is like a winning formula. And then when you when after the first issue, we learned what they were doing, and they were sailing around, figuring things out, like why the gates weren't working for certain and stuff. Yeah, I was like, this is really cool. And then she becomes and the then red just king. doing yeah. fun missions too, right? Like she was yeah. just. Uh, like picking up groceries for like half the expedition. That's too. right. Yeah. No. This this has been great. I've this has been one of the better. This one. This has probably been the most consistent. Consistent. I was gonna say. Yeah. And I had to side the pause for a second. I was just thinking fun. about the ones. Like this has been the most fun. Yes, it has been fun. Swashbuckling. Like she she made us like she put respect on our name. Like I don't call her Kitty no more. No, I, like, I prefer oh, Kate. Now. Kate. Yeah. yeah. Like all all that shit is just great character development to the Red Queen. Like that's a like a B storyline. Yeah. Uh, the fact that like, she's in a position of like true power and, and great in this issue, a couple ships ships come to head and she sees how much struggle for power there really is. Like this is a great fucking issue. Yeah, and she handles her business because you hate monger and executioner are the two guys who boarded Kate's ship last issue at the end. And while they're brawling, that's how it ends. Yeah. Yeah, that, that, they were fighting Pyro. Kate helps. She like saves Iceman. And uh, pulls, him the, pulls him through the ground. We and we keep forgetting like how crazy her power set is because we assumed it's just walking through walls, but she's so expert at like how many things she can really do. Yes, that she's insanely powerful. Yeah, like so when you when you don't you, even it, question all the like power and positions of like power she's been put in. It's like yeah, like you you've dealt with some heavy shit. Yeah, because when you get when you get like hand to hand like face to face with her, she has so many ways of fucking you up. Like it. Yeah. Uh, just like dismember, like not dismember, just like 
It's good though. Shutting down specific things that you're like, how does this work? And like, she could kill you, but like, she could really just. We've seen her just put things in other people. In so, so yeah, many. I was gonna say, you should, oh, you have a sword. Okay, how about you like that? In your, <laughs> I'll just put it in your leg. It's like, how did that? It's just there. What? You know what I mean? Like, so uh, case in point, she's facing off against executioner, and she does phase through. Right, like she's trying to stab her with this electric shock bow staff. And gets Pyro instead. Spider hits Pyro, which is hilarious. But the whole reveal of what's actually going on, you get a miniature like shit. Yellow jacket. Yeah, they get a yellow. And it's yellow jacket. I was like, what? Yeah. And now now there's uh, basically a spy in Pyro that we don't know what it's going to do, but a tiny ship in a mutant has always been. I mean, Add that to the list of things that X Men have to worry, watch out for now. <laughs> which is kind of, which is cool. I kind of like this one. I was like, this is some, this is something new. This is a good way to infiltrate Krakoa. Well, like, this, this is just a time bomb on Pyro, right? Sooner or later, you're, you're assuming something's going to explode or like expand. Yeah. We don't know when. We just saw it start. So, yep. like, I again to Murado's like credit, they've passed the buck or pass the puck or pass the ball to every other character and we didn't give a shout out to bishops too who they also added to uh this team yeah i, well, I, did, I, did, the begin- has- I, did, I did at the beginning did you? yeah right. i just i've mentioned him in this issue but i like i like bishop a lot and i like more love the bishop, more love to all of them they all have something to do like they're not uh, just kind of waiting to go fight or waiting to go do this quick plan like they're all they seem like the most three-dimensional if that's fair but yep. maybe it's because I'm having the most fun with these guys. Like I'm, I'm invested in like what, what's happening to Pyro now. Like face tattoo Pyro is hilarious. <laughs> yes, face tattoo Pyro is funny. There is a scene at you know at the end when the, when they stop fighting um, Hate Mog and Executioner and they get away. I do like that part where Kate is like, I'm not, like, I'm not afraid of you, so don't let my next move go to your head. And she like runs away. <laughs> <laughs> well, like, they just. <laughs> Threw over that uh, they meet up with Pierce. Like Pierce is back on the board too now. That's right. Um, what's his first name again? Yeah. Donald Pierce. Donald Pierce, who's one of the Hellfire's like most something something member, whatever to mean. Like he's always been on that team. Yep. And Marauders is slowly turning into a Hellf- versus Hellfire uh, book, which is kind of cool because I like Hellfire Club is fucking awesome, right? Yeah, this is like the young Hellfire Club with the. Oh, the sons and yes. so uh, yeah. Um, what's a Cho runs away? <laughs> yeah, Chen Zhao. Chen Zhao, thank you. Runs away, and then we we see those uh, four tiny kids. Like, there's like four different levels of villain just in this book. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. You're right. That uh, the four little kids. I don't remember the name. Well, yeah, that's, 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 that's 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 just call them young they're, they're the ones that are um, that set up to put Yellow Jacket into. They were hoping Kitty, uh, sorry, Kate Pride originally, but now it's with Pyro. Pyro. So like that ticking time box, that ticking time bomb is with them. Then there's another one with uh, uh, Donald Pierce, <laughs> and then there's another one that, if you want to talk about it, who, who the final reveal is at the end of the issue, Sebastian Shaw. But we kind of knew he was going to be an, a- an asshole since returning set up the whole thing <laughs> big setup but like his he he really wants that seat on the board like that's all, so bad and and he's all, been getting he's been getting the raw deal since he's since he's been there which is understandable because he's a piece of shit but like the way I'm they little, keep i just i love how they keep uh just out 
they outvoting him, right? Like they yeah. keep using democracy. Like, yeah, I was gonna say that. I was like, I was like, let's put it to a vote. And he's always like, damn it, right? Like this is the first time like his charm and like him being the first or the highest level on Hellfire hasn't got him to get what he wants, right? So the fact that he zeroed in on Kate to be like, you're the you're the the root of all my frustrations is insane. And the fact that he's gone to such painstaking, like this is a, a super elaborate plan. Yeah. Well, because <laughs> so, we haven't, we haven't even mentioned it. The, 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 the ship they found that had Donald Pierce and Chen Zhao in it was housing. Like it had a whole lot of anti-mutant armor on board. So yeah. They, like so, they, so they bounce powers and can like basically block all the, uh, their superpowers from hitting you. Right? Yeah, so so Kate punches oh, Je- Chen in the face, which I thought was funny, like square in the right in the nose, and they basically just throw everybody out into the drink. <laughs> like, yeah. okay, now we got it. So, yeah, it So they come and do the thing, and and they they come and do the thing. They come into the ship with the armor, and the mutants like, okay, we're going back to Krakoa's. Bring this too, and Kate's like, yeah, I'll sail it. I'll draw. I'll I'll take it there myself. So like, I don't need a big. Let's go back to our ship. Take yeah. There, and I'll take this big ship. So, and they're like, so, oh, okay. Well, so do you want some company? Pirate plunder plan. Pirate plunder plan. Say that five times fast. Pirate plunder plan. Pirate plunder. No, I can't do it. Pride's plunder plunder plan. Pride's. Pirate. Plunder, plunder plan. There it's the go. plunder that gets me. I can't. <laughs> and, you know. <laughs> Pride's pirate plunder because I. Oh, I did. It's the I did plunder it. that gets me. Plunder that gets me. <laughs> Brides. So I, I what I like what I what I appreciate here is that Storm right. wants Bobby to stay with her, so like stay with back. stay with Kate and Lockheed on the on the trip back. She's like, I don't need a babysitter. Like not a babysitter. It's more like we're teams. Like this right. is just you watch over your team. But she's kind of feeling herself a little bit, like you know, no, I'm, I'm I have good. The, I dealt with the not not even knowing that there's another villain now festering inside of Pyra, right? Like. This is another X-Men who's a little too overconfident, yeah. which is great. Like, it looks like all of those guys are going to get their comeuppance on the same day. And it, it burns her in the worst possible way with Sebastian Shaw stepping out. Of, of one, one of the armor. One of these suits. One of these suits and then... Netting up a locket. Lockheed, yeah. So he can't fly. Tossing him over <laughs> into the water. And basically doing the same with fucking Kate. And letting her swim with the fishes gives her he basically gives her iron or concrete f- shoes and just throws her right over and it's like yeah he has some sort of um wow. power because it looks like vines and whatnot yeah it was like a little grenade he set off and it just it wrapped her lower body in vines and she can't you can't phase through water so <laughs> and and that's how the issue ends with her just fading into the the blue good good read. Really, yeah, good. really good, and, yeah. and him happy. Like, <laughs> I yeah. forgot about he's standing on the sunset. He's just like, but not today. That's the full line. Um, Kitty screams out, "I will live again, only to kill you." And when I return, you will beg for my blade. And you see her slowly start to like drown down, and then you hear, "Perhaps, Kitty, <laughs> but not today." Like that's he's living in the moment, man. You gotta, it, gotta respect that. Again, another great issue from. May go down as the best run. And it's definitely team. the most consistent, I would say. Uh, I, that and X Force, I don't. I think. Oh, X Force is just X Force is just bloody good. Yeah. Like, yeah. all puns included. Like that's like they gave me everything I wanted. X Men seems like the most strategic. It's like okay, like this is what I read to like catch myself, set myself up. New Mutants seem to be like they're going to be the ace in the hole. 
Yeah, they're coming around. I'm glad it's, that Fallen Angels. Like they're going to return to where the party is, and they're going to be like really battle tested, right? Yep. Uh, Excalibur is like, I don't even know what to make of Excalibur, but I'm enjoying it. Wolverine's new, and then we're catching a couple new ones. Yep, and I'm yeah. glad that, like I said, I'm glad that Fallen Angels is done because that was the weak link, or the weakest link. Excuse me, so that one's gone. And then yeah, we begin some new ones. Uh, we get X Men Fantastic Four. Yes, that's the one. Yeah, so. That's right. That's the next one up in terms of new, new. And if you didn't love also Mar- getting, I think we're also getting Cable. Cable one and a Hellions later down the line as well. So yeah, there's some new ones coming up. But fantastic and a giant film. size uh, Jean Grey and Emma Frost. That's right. They got I that. I can only yeah. imagine it's probably going to be amazing. Yeah. If, if they know how to work, write these women. Amazing. And they do. Been enjoying them so far. They've definitely highlighted a lot but of But yeah, them. so that's uh, three. That's our, this is our third one. So we'll see you next time for the morning of X. 33.4. Hoxpox 4. Hoxpox 4. Hoxpox 4. Ducks. Hoxpox ducks. Let's talk some Hoxpox and ducks. It's the plunder that gets me. It's the plunder. <laughs> you knew meat. <laughs>